You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Mora from Obey Christ. May God bless you. so much for joining me for another episode of Jesus is the Truth podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Those of you who are listening in via podcast, uh, whether Spotify or Apple podcast, I really appreciate you guys so much for listening over there. Don't forget to um, leave a review or comment. Also, follow the podcast so you can stay up to date. Guys, we are going through these uh, episodes so quickly, which means we're going through the seasons quickly too. At least it seems that way in the beginning. I cannot believe this is the last episode. If I'm not mistaken, this is episode 12 of season two, which means we're about to be in season three. A shout out to you guys watching via YouTube. Thank you guys so much for your support. If you have not subscribed already, please subscribe. Um, we talk a lot about Jesus over here, of course, and also business and pretty much everything in between. So it's always an adventure over here. <laughs> um, and I'm excited. So yeah, join me in obeying Christ because it's definitely a journey. And I honestly think that's going to be like a motto or something that I'm going to just start saying because it is a journey, you guys. Like, it's a journey of us continuously obeying Christ. Like, this is a journey. This is a lifestyle. So, really quickly, I want to make a mention to the seasons. Guys, we are about to be in season three. And that is crazy, honestly. But I'm thinking, like, which had me thinking if I should keep up with the 12-episode seasons or if I should extend it and make it 24 episodes per season. But guys, I honestly think it's fine. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm thinking out loud, but I'm also updating you guys at the same time. Um, I think it's fine for now, at least. So for this year, I'm going to keep up with just having 12 episodes per season. And it will vary each month. It doesn't necessarily mean we're going to go through a season every two months. Because um, I honestly don't want it to, or at least it's not my intention for it to go by so fast. <laughs> but um. Guys, I just have to be obedient and I have to speak on the topics as the Lord leads me to speak on certain topics. So certain weeks, you'll certain weeks, you will notice that I will speak on um, or I'll produce more Jesus is the truth episodes than other weeks. Like, for example, this particular week, I only have one Jesus is the truth episode, whereas other weeks you've noticed that I had more uh, Jesus is the truth episodes, maybe four or three or whatever the case was. So that's another reason why we've gone through these seasons so quickly so far. But um, so that's just a little side note. We are about to enter season three, which is crazy considering the time that has gone by. Um, but it is what it is. So yeah so there's your update on that and guys I really hope you can't hear this jacket those of you listening in via podcast I'm wearing a denim jean jacket and I really hope that you know it's not like obnoxious in terms of the sound because I I do talk with my hands a lot oh, the mic is moving I talk with my hands a lot and I'm just hoping that the sound of this jacket isn't like the mic isn't picking up the sounds of the jacket that would be pretty annoying so we'll see hopefully not um okay guys so as you can see in the title this particular episode is about love 
Um, and the Holy Spirit did bring to my remembrance a particular song that was super popular in the early 2000s, or at least I know it was before, it was right around 2010, 2009. And it's by a very popular rapper, at least he was extremely popular at the time, uh, Lil Wayne, I will, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was the author of this song called F Love. F as in like the curse word, okay? Uh, so beep, love. <laughs> um, and even then guys, and I was in the world back then, so I was definitely lukewarm. I believed in Christ, like I knew he existed. I had, I had um, experienced him uh, to a certain extent up until that point. So I was 1000% sure that God, uh, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit existed. But I was just in rebellious. I was in rebellion, being rebellious. Okay. And um, yeah, I was just doing whatever I wanted to do. And I was very much um, lukewarm, very much on my way to hell. And that's not anything I'm proud of. Um, I guess I smile like that because I boldly say that the lukewarm are on a pathway to hell. Like, I say that with confidence. And I think that's whenever I'm super confident about something, I tend to smile a lot. So that's what that is. But um, yeah, guys, it, it was sad, of course. And I thank God that his grace extended over my life during that time frame. Uh, but yeah, um, long story short, I listened to a lot of rap music back then, of course. And I remember even then in my lukewarm state. So in my lukewarm, like mental, like frame of mind and, a time period in my life, cause my whole lifestyle was very much lukewarm. I still, again, because I had the, the knowledge that I had up until a certain extent regarding God's love and who he is. And yeah, I had some understanding even then, right? And I thought to myself when I heard that song, wait, if he's saying F love, isn't he saying F God? Because God is love. Like, I remember thinking, like, I remember processing that and then arriving to the conclusion that, yes, he's saying if love, I mean, if God, which, I mean, it wasn't too far-fetched considering the music industry even then had a, a lot of stigma attached to it, like, in the sense that we, we were learning how dark it was. It wasn't as evident as it is now, or at least my eyes were were still kind of closed to all the darkness that was really present within the music industry. But yeah, it's clear now more than ever before. And if it's not clear to some of you, I pray your eyes are opened soon before it's too late. But yeah, there are I mean, with the internet and living in the digital age that we live in, so much, so much has been exposed, um, that was hidden for many decades prior. And it's really difficult, um, to turn a blind eye to what's staring right. Like it's, it's so plain to see, I guess you should say, like it's in plain sight. Anyway, my point is, um... You guys, God is love. And of course, the enemy knows that, which is why he sends out his 
ministers to write songs like F Love and also why he has people uh, going around uh, preaching about, talking about, singing about how love is what is, uh, people say love is toxic. People sing about how toxic love is or how they hate it, uh, how they hate love, how they don't believe love exists and all of these things when really in reality, it's not that (laughs) in reality, what they're identifying as love was never true love. It was a facade. It was something that, um, called itself love, but really was, um, the enemy in disguise. So toxicity, um, things, just a bunch of negative, dark, demonic activity, uh, calling itself love, AKA these toxic relationships or any abusive relationships, whether it's platonic, whether it's romantic, whether it's familiar, familiar, whether it's in your family. (laughs) I don't know guys, you get my point though. But yeah, so that's what I'm going to talk about today, guys. Uh, this, honestly, this sort of topic could just easily turn into a series in and of itself. And, um, I don't know. I don't plan to create a series <laughs> about this topic necessarily, but who knows if the Lord puts it on my heart to talk about it, I'll talk about it again in the future. But needless to say, there is a lot of uh, layers, uh, the concept of love while it's simple it's very complex at the same time and yeah I just think there's a lot of misunderstanding out there and uh, people are misled misguided and being lied to every single day as it concerns the definition of love so I'm here to help clarify that definition for you guys for your own salvation sake and not only that but for your own peace of mind because a lot of you out there are denying love because you've you've had the wrong definition all along let's start with the fact that and I'm gonna again guys I'm not gonna hold you too long because I don't want this to be like while I could again turn this into a into an entire series I'm gonna try to limit myself to like very specific points and I'm gonna and very specific examples and then I'm just gonna kind of go from there and then maybe in the future I'll talk more on this topic um as the Holy Spirit leads me to talk more on this topic but yeah so I just have in here my notes just two four five just five little bullets super brief and two uh, passages two very brief scriptures from Matthew so let's go ahead and get started uh, with the notes here it says here God is love that's the first bullet so God is love simply put God is love love is God um that's what it is just as much as this this material I'm wearing, those of you listening to my podcast again, I have on a dark denim jean jacket. So just as much as this jacket that I'm wearing is jean material and it's the color dark blue or denim, God does not just love, but he is love. This jacket is not deniming or 
genie. It is gene. It is denim. Are you following me? Um, let's move on to the next point. <laughs> self-love. I, I do see a lot about self-love. Um, I mean, a lot. In, in social media, there's a lot of talk about self-love. It's important that we are careful um, to just basically how we talk about it and how uh, and how our perspective towards uh, self-love. There's nothing wrong with loving ourselves, but there is something wrong with idolizing ourselves above God. That's the, that's really the most important takeaway point. Be careful if you're Christian or you claim to be Christian or you consider yourself Christian, and you talk a lot or focus too much on yourself and you talk too much about uh, self-love. Not because loving yourself is wrong because it's not, but because it's so easy and it's such a slippery slope as it pertains to um, basically falling into idolatry. Simply put, that's the that's the, f- the easiest way I can put it, like to make it like simple. Now, the next point I wanted to mention is something that I don't think you guys are expecting me to mention, but I was watching The Hills. And if you, again, if you guys are from my generation, I was born in um, 1988 and raised, of course, in the 90s and early 2000s, uh, watching TV and stuff like that um, in those times. And one of the shows that were popular during the early 2000s was a show called Laguna Beach, which went off to um, create The Hills, which was a spinoff from Laguna Beach. And so, guys, it's so funny because (laughs) that show today, honestly, it seems so innocent in comparison to so much of the reality, so many reality shows that that are out today. Uh, the hills, Laguna Beach, and stuff like that. Very innocent in comparison. Just, con- just as it regards, like, just in regards to, you know, the nudity factor and uh, saying God's name in vain um, and cursing excessively. These sort of things. That's what I mean by innocent. So. About this Heels show, what I wanted you guys to know about it was while I was watching an episode, I realized that these women, which by the way were beautiful, like physically wise, they had no reason why, there was no reason why they should have been single, which tells you that it's not all about your physical, like your hair can be on point, makeup on point, body on point, healthy you look great on the outside, like cool, great. But why were they suffering so much in their relationships? And it was because um, they didn't value themselves, first of all. And because of that, um, they tend to bounce around guy to guy. And then I noticed, and guys, I'm just summarizing. I'm not going to go into too many examples or details because I'm trying to keep this video just around an hour. So I'm, try- I'm watching the time closely. But just know that I am going to talk about this, um, the Hill Show and the women on their dating and remaining in toxic relationships. So I'm going to list some very specific examples from that show because I think it was going to prove my point. Uh, and yeah, so... I'm going to include some examples from there as well. And I know it probably seems like I'm bouncing around you guys, but I'm going to, I'm going to, um, make it make sense. So just hang in there. 
Um, here are the two scriptures, guys, that I wanted to mention for this episode and rather I should say for this particular message for this topic. And it's uh, Matthew 6, chapter 6, verse 33, where it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Now it's important. And I know a lot of you guys already know that scripture, but it's important to keep in mind that that scripture actually where it says all these things will be added to you. So it's referencing what was mentioned uh, prior, which was basically uh, clothing, food, um, our necessities and things like that. Basically we're being instructed not to focus on the things that we need but rather put our focus on God and he's going to supply all of our needs okay so that's basically paraphrasing and simplifying if you have not already and if you're not familiar with this uh, passage definitely go back and read chapter 6 of Matthew from the beginning so starting with uh, verse 1 chapter 6 verse 1 all the way until uh verse 33 now um the next uh passage that I wanted to mention to you guys is from Matthew uh, chapter 22 verse 37 where it says Jesus replied you must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul and all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment so the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with your whole heart soul and mind um this is really important uh also and I don't have it here in my notes but another um Another point I want to mention is, uh, the Lord saying, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. That's also a scripture. And I don't remember exactly where it came from. I need to do better with that, but, um, I'll probably put it on the screen for you guys, but that's important to note as well. So what we're doing here is we're getting an idea of what love is to God like according to God what is love what is love what does it mean what does it look like guys honestly there's so much I could talk about when it comes to this because the Bible is filled with examples of God's love and what love means to God what it looks like to God how it feels and um just love demonstrated I could include a lot more but for the sake of time I did not and I'm going to take it back to the Hill show and the women on there dating and remaining in toxic relationships. You guys, there's a reason why we've been instructed to love the Lord, our God. So this is the first and greatest commandment, right? To love the Lord, uh, our God with all of our heart, all of our soul and all of our mind. I think this is just, I, the reason why I wanted to make sure to include this particular passage is because it's so obvious like he's he's outlining here and he's clarifying what it looks like to love God so he doesn't just say the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God and leave it there no he went on to specify what that entails what that looks like what it includes and it is to take over your heart soul and mind this is key you guys this is absolutely key. We all know what that looks like. Well, no, I would say this. Most of us know, but I want to say all of us because there, I want to say, I think it's safe to say that most of us knows what it feels like to obsess over something. When you obsess over something or someone, 
what's one of the ways you know you're obsessing over that person? What's a key indicator? Usually it consists of you like literally thinking about that person day and night. All throughout the day, your mind is consumed with the thought of if it's a thing, your mind is consumed with doing that thing or getting it done, being involved in it in some way. How can you get around it? How can you be involved in it? How can you get your hands on it? What can I do to to get my hands on that? Whatever that thing is I'm obsessed with, right? For some people, it's drugs. For other people, it's money. For others, it's um, the relationship they're in, the man or the woman that they're with. They're obsessed with that person. For some people, it's a celebrity. They go around stalking, literally stalking celebrities, and that's their idol. You understand what I'm saying? So what the Lord is saying here is that there's only one person that belongs on that seat in your heart, and it's him. He's saying, I want your whole heart your whole mind and your whole soul, the whole thing. Meaning there's no room. Tell me where the room is left for you to think about yourself. I'll wait for you guys to let me know while I adjust this (laughs) because I need to like adjust this. I'm really literally giving you guys time. (laughs) I want you guys to comment. I want you guys to comment. Because it's important. The Lord says in all of our getting, get understanding. Wisdom being the principal thing. So with wisdom being the principal thing, in all of our getting, get understanding. It's important that you comprehend what I'm saying. Otherwise, it's not going to stick. So think about it. Where's the room? What what room is left to think about yourself? The answer ain't no room left. That's the answer. None. There is no room left, guys. Here, I'll put it in. I'll put it in different terms for you. Bring me that whole stack of papers over here, the, the entire stack. What does that mean when someone tells you to bring you something in its entirety, the whole thing? To me, it sounds like there's no room for you to take a piece and leave it for yourself or to create space for yourself or leave any piece of it behind because they asked for the the whole thing the whole the thing in its entirety so what the lord is clearly saying what the lord is clearly expressing is that and this is i say the lord because it's jesus talking jesus replied you must love the lord your god with your whole heart all your soul all your mind is just continuously uh, confirmed over and over again because again previously in Matthew 6 33 it states but seek first the kingdom of God and, and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you guys anything that you're lacking is found in God lacking confidence it's because you don't have a full understanding of who you are want to know who you are seek God to find out confidence self-esteem those are one and the same that's why I said so same thing same solution uh those of you (laughs) those of us who are wanting to know more about how to treat ourselves better we have to again first have understanding of 
our our worth and our value. How else are you supposed to get an understanding of your worth and value if unless it comes from God, your creator, the one who made you with the purpose that he put on the inside of you and the assignments that he put on your life. So there's an assignment that he's given you since before the foundations of the earth. It was already an assignment he had for you when he had you in mind, when he created you. He knows the number of hairs on your head. They're counted. They're numbered. And just think, the number of hairs on our head, that is, in and of itself, is so indicative of how detail-oriented and how much he cares and how much he knows and how much he is there every single step of the way with us. So if he knows the number of hairs, the reason, the point I'm going to get it, or the point I'm trying to get it there is um, the fact that, guys, we shed hairs every day. A certain amount of hairs shed from our head every day. And that scripture still remains the same. He knows the number of hairs on our head. Which means he's in every single detail concerning us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's the truth, you guys. And you have got to get the understanding of that. Otherwise, what you'll continue to do is you'll look for love in the wrong places. And um, sometimes that includes yourself people can look to themselves for love that's still the wrong place how can a broken person teach them wait a second let's get this straight how can someone who is broken seek his or herself for wholeness healing and if if the answer was found on the inside of the person, how do they get become broken to begin with? If the healing was found on the inside of the person, how did the person become broken to begin with? They have the, they're the source of healing according to the person. You don't even have to tell me. The person wouldn't even have to tell me that they're the source of healing. You're tell the person is telling me by way of saying self healing. That's why I say be careful with that. And I'm not talking to any one person or anyone in particular. I'm saying this as a whole because I see it all over social media, like from various people from various walks of life. I see this a lot. Self healing, self love. I see it a lot. And I, I just, I have to address this. I've been wanting to talk about this anyway. So the topic of love and is something that I've been wanting to discuss, honestly, since last year. Um, the, the Lord placed this on my heart to talk about. So I know I'm going to have more discussions about this in the future. I think it's important, again, to, for us to get understanding. But guys, we have to understand that we are not the source of strength, love, healing, all these things that are good. They come from God. He is the main source. He's the primary source. He's the principal source. He is the creator of all these things. He is anything that is good is God. And that's just how it is. So if you're seeking something good, it has to come from God. You have to go back to the source to get that. And the opposite is true. If it's something that's negative, if it's something that's bad, the source of it is of the evil one, the enemy, Satan, Lucifer, aka, you know, that him, that person. So, guys, I just want you to have some understanding of this. Um, like, and here's the thing. We can be told that all of this comes from the Lord. And we can even confess it out of our mouth. Oh, yeah, the Lord, he 
we have to go to him for everything. Like you can say it out of your mouth and still not believe it. Does that make sense? And I think that's what I did for many years, honestly. Like, I said it because that's what I was taught growing up in church for the most part. So it was something that I learned and memorized and I wanted to believe it. So I repeated it and I said it, but I didn't truly understand it because it was, I guess, was still very, very difficult for me to conceptualize. Like I didn't have full understanding. I just had the knowledge. And that's where I think a lot of people are as it pertains to love. People have knowledge, especially those who, who proclaim Christianity or claim Christianity. People who claim that they're Christian, they claim that they love the Lord. And, but their actions say otherwise. Um, that just means they lack understanding. And uh, yeah, guys, we need to have understanding. And that's why it says in the Bible that understanding is something that we have to get in all of our getting. In all of our getting, we need to get understanding. Um, that's because, guys, that's something that no one can take away from you, too. Once you really have that revelation and you truly understand, nothing or no one can take it away from you. As much as they try to convince you otherwise, they can't. It's like a seed that was planted in fertile ground. It's going to it's gonna grow roots and it's going to bear good fruit. So back to the topic of the heels show. Yeah, guys, I just basically saw them bouncing around guys to guys. And I'm talking about the women on the show, um, particularly Lauren Conrad, um, Audrina Patridge, and really those two were the main ones until Kristen came in the picture. I forget what season she appeared. Um, I, I forget in what season she appeared, but my point is... <laughs> These women stay out in the streets. Y'all, they outside. They was outside. They stayed outside. Okay. They just switched off men like it wasn't nothing. Even among themselves. Like, it was very uh, disturbing to watch. And sad, too. Because we're talking about beautiful women that, from the outside looking in, you're thinking, like, wow, these women look great. Like, what are they missing? And it's like, uh, understanding understanding of who God is, understanding of who they are in Christ. Because let me tell you one thing, if they truly knew their worth and their value, there's no way they would put up with what they put up with. Particularly Audrina Patridge and her on and on again and off again fling with uh, Justin Bobby, quote unquote. Um, yeah, that was a hot mess. Uh, he he rejected her over and over again in different ways. Okay. And she still kept coming back to him. And I, and just looking at her, I was just like, man, that is crazy. Like girl, your body. <laughs> I remember I had a picture of Audrina Patridge in a, um, I remember I was in college and I used one of her pictures. She was on the beach in a bikini in a two piece. And I remember using one of those pictures. I taped it out of a magazine onto my door. And it was one of my, among other pictures, I think I had other pictures of people. I think I had Kim Kardashian on there at one point or whatever. Anyway, it was supposed to be like my inspiration or motivation rather to like 
lose weight and it worked to a certain extent but any weight that I lost was usually by by way of very unrealistic and unhealthy means <laughs> so it wasn't sustainable to say the least but um my point is their bodies were on point they were so physically fit well disciplined in that area of their lives so they had um, an understanding about that right how to keep their body looking a certain way and that's cool or whatever but they didn't have an understanding of how to uh, of who they really were who they are in Christ you guys I just want to remind you that if you are on a search like for your identity and if you want to know and understand what love is what it looks like what it feels like the only source is God because he is love and this is why the Lord presses so much and emphasizes so much to come to him first and to seek him first and to have him be the one that takes over your entire heart, soul, and mind. It's, it seems extreme, but what he's doing is by way of that, like by, like if you would just obey that first, which is the first and greatest commandment, Everything else would follow. Everything else would come into place. So say you want to love yourself more. You want to treat yourself better. You want to stop disrespecting yourself. You want to stop the the abuse um, or allowing others to abuse you. You want to stop being taken advantage of. Um, and uh, you want to learn how to treat others better which by the way until you begin to treat yourself better is when you will begin to treat others better as well but again to to even start that journey you guys there has to be some understanding of your worth there has to be some understanding of your value there has to be some understanding of who you actually are for so many years uh, a lot of us were raised to believe lies about ourselves especially for those who were brought up in abusive households, uh, where they were mistreated, where people, maybe their own parents, uh, spoke badly about them, or other relatives, or some for some of you, maybe your friends, or, and I use the word friends very loosely, but um, if you had any friends, so-called friends, that surrounded you and they spoke terrible curses over you because that's what it is guys those things that are lies they're basically uh damning your future curse aka cursing your uh, future and uh speaking damnation over you um some people grew up around that their whole lives And then they found themselves basically little by little, or maybe in certain phases of their life, of their lives, they found themselves actually walking that thing out, like fulfilling the, the curses that were spoken over them. Why? Because more than likely because they ended up coming into agreement with it at some point, they believed it at some point, they came into agreement with it. And guys, the Lord is here to break those covenants up off of you and to help it deliver you from those covenants that you made when you came into agreement with the lies that were spoken over your lives. The lies, L-I-E-S, that was spoken over your lives, L-I-V-E-S, right? So again, 
In order to get the deliverance, though, you have to seek God, who has the power to break every chain and every yoke. The power, the anointing, that comes from the Holy Spirit, which is God. Your understanding of who you are is going to come from your creator, which is God. It's not until then that you know really what love is because God is love. So you're going to feel his love. You're going to feel what real love is. It's going to be overwhelming in the best way. And you're going to have a sense of self-worth like okay I finally understand why I'm why I'm here I get it now I understand why the Lord made me I understand my purpose I understand my assignment and the Lord is going to fill you up with his love And then with that love, now you're filled up on it. Now you have this understanding that you didn't have before. And now the Lord is, you're filled up with the Holy Spirit who is love. And you have an understanding of, again, your purpose. So now with that and with your delivered self, okay, now walking in peace with your new self, okay, because you're, you were born again. That's the implication here. You were born again. You were set free, you were healed and delivered again by the, not by your own power, not by your own might, but by the work of the Holy Spirit, by his hand, by the hand of God, by his power, by his authority. So now you can go forth and show what, show and love your neighbor as you love yourself, which is the second, okay, second most important commandment to love others as you love yourself. But how can you love others if you don't even know what love is? How can you know what love is if you don't first seek God and allow him to fill you up completely and to do a work on the inside of you? And I'm going to leave you guys on this last note. Again, I could talk so, guys, I could talk forever. Well, maybe not forever, but <laughs> for a very, very long time about this topic. There's Because there's so much to discuss. There's a lot to look up as well. A lot of more research that could be done on this topic. Um, again, in the Bible itself, um, so many examples of true love that God has demonstrated throughout the Bible from the very beginning, from the Old Testament all the way through until the New Testament, right? What I wanted to say was... Guys, that is why we have to love the Lord, our God, with our entire heart, soul, and mind. It is then when, okay, when you love someone like that, you're obsessed with them and you submit yourself to them. Think about it. I'll give you an example. Audrina and Jason, I was going to say Jason, Audrina and Justin Bobby. She on several occasions had so many sit down talks with her girlfriends talking about how she just could not leave him as much as he treated her bad she would admit it she'd admitted it she was like he treats her like trash but she can't she was like there's just something there that's drawing me back to him I just can't leave him alone and I think we've all been there we know that feeling too it's very toxic it's it's called a soul tie it's especially when you're when you're soul tied to the wrong person it can be very toxic, right? And it can be de- detrimental, okay? And it could, emphasis on d- death. <laughs> I don't think death is in that word, but you get my point. Like, it leads to death is my point. Um, 
and that person becomes an idol. So yeah, she was submitted to him in the way he called, she answered. He said, come by the house. She came by the house. Whatever he asked of her, she did it. Why? Because she was submitted to him. Against her will in a way, honestly, because she didn't realize she had entered a soul tie with him. She didn't realize she was in covenant with him and in agreement with him that she made by way of offering her body up as a sacrifice when she laid down with him uh, before marriage and they weren't married and but they were doing stuff that married people do that was for marriage in particular because of the covenant that is formed when, you know, by way of uh, sexual intercourse. So, so many people don't understand the depth of that. Even that, guys, that's a whole nother lesson. But I think you get my point here for the purposes of this particular lesson. Um, People don't understand. She didn't understand. That's why the Lord said my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So she did. She wasn't aware what she was doing when she got involved with him, and became intoxicated with his charm, which she talked a lot about that as well. Guys, all of this, I just see right through it, and I look into the spirit realm and I see what's happening in the spirit. I can't help but think like that now that my eyes are open. Thank the Lord Jesus. Those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about, I pray the Lord opens your eyes soon to what I'm talking about. But I would just say continue to seek the Lord. Seek him first and foremost. Seek his face. Pray. Uh, Listen to other ministers of the gospel. Ministers who are Holy Spirit filled. Other teachings about the spirit realm. About um, demonology and how this all of this works. I I reference... um, anointed fire aka tiffany buckner a lot because she's here on youtube she goes oof, talk about a deep dive into demonology watch her videos there, there's so much to know and to learn and to understand about that and it will begin to make a lot more sense especially if you read your bible because it's biblical like it, it makes sense it, it in the holy spirit on the inside of you will confirm what she's saying is actually true because you have to read your Bible. You have to, you have to get to know God for yourself. We have to get to know God for ourselves. We have to read our Bibles. Yeah, guys. So I just wanted to bring that up about the heels and the toxic relationships on there, because I think it's so indicative and guys, it's so indicative of just how much we all look for love we all want love we all want to be loved we all want to be treated well none of us like to be rejected we all want to be treated well we don't of course want to be abused or any of these things but oftentimes people find themselves in these positions uh because they need healing whatever method you come up with is not effective enough it's not going to be ever it won't ever be effective enough um when it's an issue of deliverance, when it's an issue uh, for Jesus to handle, which means healing and deliverance. These things come by way of Jesus. I, I don't know. I don't know how uh, another way to say that. <laughs> but all I can do is keep pointing you back to the scripture, which says to seek God first. And also to have your entire mind, your entire heart, and your entire soul be like 
completely and utterly filled up with God. Guys, that right there tells you there must be something to that. Why is he, why is there this hyper focus on God? It's because without him, we truly are a lump of clay. The reason why we're breathing and we have our own thoughts and will and emotions also is because he breathed life into us. His breath. Thank you, Jesus. It's so beautiful, guys. So we have to go back to the creator to find out who we really are, to find out what love looks like. My understanding of love has to come from God. It has to stem from his ordinances, his teachings, his instructions, who he is, his character, what he's shown himself to be, and then what he teaches me by way of revelation because I spend time with him in prayer. And I experience his his grace. I experience his presence. And in his presence, I'm filled up with love. And I have a whole other revelation now of what love is, what it feels like, what it should feel like, and what it means. And then there are demonstrations and examples all throughout the Bible. But y'all don't read y'all Bible. So then when, when whoever come around, when Susie come around, when Jerry come around, when whoever come around, and they treat you like X, Y, Z, they do X, Y, Z to you and they call it love, you liable to believe anything they say. All they got to do is claim that they know more than you do about it. You don't know better. So now you going based off of what they know. And now a seed been planted. And depending on your discernment, your level of discernment and uh, wisdom, you can take it and run with it or you can take it back to God and be like, Lord, what are they talking about? Is this real or not? If you got, if you feel with the Holy Spirit, he'll he'll do that right then and there, live and direct in real time. While the person talking to you, you'll begin to hear from the Holy Spirit. Okay, the Holy Spirit said, "Uh, something off. Nope, it ain't what they saying it is. Nope, don't go there. Don't go with them. Like the Holy Spirit speaking to you the whole time. Don't listen to them. Nope, that's a lie. That ain't mm That ain't me. That ain't no parts of me. That ain't got nothing to do with me." Like the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. So are you listening? Some of you guys have suppressed the voice of the Holy Spirit for so long. It, it came down to the quietest little tiny whisper that with any sound, any other voice that comes on in, into your head. Because the enemy likes to bombard our minds with thoughts as well. Which is why we were instructed in Corinthians. I can't remember if it's second I think it's second Corinthians we were instructed to um to cast down imaginations and to take to to take a certain uh, thoughts captive because our weapons are not carnal because our warfare the warfare that we're in the war that we're in the battle that we're in is not carnal it it's in the spirit realm so then our weapons for this spiritual war it they can't be carnal either so our weapons are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Mighty through who? Not through yourself. When mental warfare tries to commence in our minds, when the enemy initiates warfare in our minds, we have to realize, cast that thought out, rebuke it immediately. That is not of God. What did God say about this situation? Because the thought I just heard didn't sound like God. Somebody calling you stupid? Do, does that sound like God would say that? No. Guys, we have to understand who. To understand what love is, we have to understand who love is. In this case, God is love. So how are you going to understand love if you don't know God or if you don't understand God? 
I'm just tired of the whole self-talk. Too much self-talk is uh, bad for your health, honestly. And it's borderline idolatry. Not borderline. Honestly, it is. It is. Because if it's, again, if it's too much, there's nothing wrong with taking care taking time out for yourself guys don't misconstrue what I'm saying I'm not saying we ought to go out here abusing ourselves if you guys really would open your ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying you wouldn't take it like that anyway what I'm saying is the Lord if if God is love which he is God is love you're seeking God he's gonna show you because he's showing you his love because he's teaching teaching you what love is and what it looks like and how to Okay, so you guys know the scripture about um, the Lord has given us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. What about that sounds like I'm going to go off now and, uh, and mistreat myself? If anything, I'm empowered now even the more to realize how valuable I am and how much I should take care of myself physically and also emotionally and mentally. So I'm not going to, now that I realize who I am in Christ, in God, in the kingdom of heaven, in the kingdom of God, now that I realize my position, now now that I realize my authority through Christ Jesus, now that I realize my purpose in the kingdom of God, now I'm not just going to allow any old type of behavior. I'm not going to allow certain people to treat me certain ways or talk to me any old kind of way over and over again you're going to learn real quick to set up necessary boundaries boundaries are important boundaries are necessary boundaries are wise there's another passage in the bible that says there's safety in a multitude of counselors it's important that you get around wise counsel because there's safety there meaning the opposite must be true if you're not surrounded by wise counsel if you're not surrounded by people who know more than you know Okay, counselors are people who, the idea is that they know more than you. That's why they're a counselor. That's why they counsel you because they know something you don't know. Okay, I'm not saying they know everything, but they know, you know, we have got to first seek God. Seek God first to understand what love is, what it really looks like. Okay, stop going based off of everybody's definition of love. Everybody... They out here doing some stuff that you got people who are literally abusing kids, uh, raping them and violating them in all kind of ways. And then they're calling it, they're telling the, that child that, that that's love. Come on now. We all know that's not, we all know that's, that's just abuse plainly. Um, it's molestation. It's, you know, all these other things. It's opposite of love. My point is this, we cannot go based off of man's definition of love because man is going to change the definition according to to fit his needs or fit her needs in that hour especially an unsaved man especially one without understanding of uh, God's love now if you're talking about the saints those of us who are filled up with the Holy Spirit those of us who understand God's love we literally fight to maintain the definition of God's love according to God's definition of love that is yeah be careful guys be careful not to idolize yourselves you may not have a a person like a another human in God's place in your mind in your heart maybe you don't have a thing like an object um that that you're obsessed about or obsessed over 
but there is such a thing as idolizing yourself and just being full of yourself. <laughs> self, self, self. <laughs> Be careful with that. Be careful with that because it's a slippery slope. It's not by my might. It's not by my power, but it's by the hand of God. It's by his power, by his authority, by him that I live, that I move, that I have my very being. So guys, it's just important that we give honor to whom honor is due, that we give respect and reverence to whom respect and reverence is due. And guys, we simply do not belong to ourselves. We died to ourselves when we decided to pick up our cross and follow the Lord Jesus. So (laughs) everything that we do as saints is supposed to be selfless. Honestly, if you think about it, that's why we're told to die to ourselves. Guys, like I said, the Bible is absolutely jam-packed with so many examples. So many examples that back up what I'm saying. (laughs) But for the sake of this video, I just want to kind of keep it brief, you guys. So that concludes this lesson on today. I pray that it blessed you. And I pray that you have some understanding that you didn't have before. But, um, But yeah, definitely seek the Lord about this. Take it back to the Lord. Ask him if what I'm saying, you know, test the spirit and ask the Lord um, to give you, to reveal to you what the truth is concerning what love really means. If you don't want to take my word for it, that's totally fine. Um, That's fine. But my whole thing is this, seek God to find out the truth. And then you'll realize what I'm telling you is the truth because it's the Holy Spirit who speaks through me. So yeah, I always encourage you guys, seek the Lord, seek the Lord, seek the Lord, read your Bible, find out for yourself. You'll see on your own, you know, it takes what it takes for certain people. It's all good. My only hope, my only prayer though, is that you guys realize the truth and, um, and that you truly get some understanding. That's all. I'm just going to end it on that note. I thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this video. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribed. I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.